Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. I'll pre record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Bob Getty, Luke Johnson, Kelly Sander, Michael Murgis, the whole crew. We're at Fuzzy's Taco Shop on uh, Hardy Street in Hattiesburg, right across from the USM campus. Uh, happy to say we've been invited back after our initial visit, which is pretty rare yeah. that we get invited back after we've appeared somewhere live. It only happens when Kelly's here, though, Bob. And speaking of Kelly Sanner, Kelly is eating, a, uh, I think, a mixing bowl full of taco salad. Yeah, I think they meant to put that into a different bowl after they mixed it. Right. Yeah. Right, and uh, Kelly's claiming it's only 420 calories. That's what it says in the menu. What it says on the menu. Uh, Fuzzy Taco Shop, uh, glad to have them, have us back down here. Uh, I want to thank Justin for inviting us back, and uh, we always... Always love coming here. It's great food. It's a great atmosphere here in Midtown in Hattiesburg. Just a really cool location. Members of the Florida Atlantic uh, baseball team have been in here having lunch, as well as their sports information director. And so, of course, the uh, show today and the opening segment sponsored by Fuzzy's Taco Shop. Dawson Stanford back at the First Bank Studio directing everything. He was in our thoughts as we were downing those plates of Mexican pizza. He sure was. Oh, yeah. I had uh, Thanks, guys. fajita beef nachos. Uh, the, the old left-hander will join us here in a minute. Shredded brisket nachos. I think you had a burrito, Michael Mergens. And and Kelly with the healthy salad. Kelly with the healthy salad. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Well, the old left-hander, Jack Duggan, sports information director extraordinaire for the University of Southern Mississippi has joined us here at Fuzzy's, had lunch with us, and, uh, man, thanks for coming over and sharing some time. I always enjoy being with you guys. I appreciate you having me on. And since we're in a taco shop, Jack, we will not tell the hamburger story. Thank you very Uh, very much. We'll save it for your next appearance. Okay, that'll be fine. Uh, Jack Duggan, a busy guy uh, with baseball here. And, Jack, great game this week, great midweek game. It is. Isn't it fabulous when there's an atmosphere like what we saw this week? Oh, it really is. The fifth largest crowd in Pete Taylor Park history, 5202, the announced crowd uh, for Wednesday. You know, it's just one of those special nights. And you could tell, I mean, it was a game that, you know, it was three hours and 17 minutes, but still it moved along real good. It had a nice pace to it. And it just it's one of those nights where it just everything just seemed to flow very naturally and uh, very enjoyable for for our fans, and uh, just just a, just a great atmosphere at Pete Taylor Park. And I'm a Southern Miss guy. That's, that's act- I'm grateful to Mike Bianco for his willingness to play USM every year. And I think games like what we saw Wednesday night are just good for college baseball. Oh, there's no doubt. And you know, it's it's just uh, two in-state rivals playing. You know, we had lost five straight to them, and and. Uh, you know, it was a big game for us. It was a game that we really needed. You know, a huge RPI win for us. Uh, you know, to start a, probably our biggest week of the regular season with uh, us starting a, a big weekend series with Florida Atlantic tonight. And uh, just, uh, you know, 
credit our kids. They they played really well. They've been playing really well over the last two three weeks. Uh, you know, nine in a row, third year third year in a row. We've won nine straight. So, uh, and I think it's like uh, the sixth or seventh mark, longest streak under Scott Barry. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just fun. It's fun when they. When things are going right, it's fun to it's fun to watch those guys play. But guys, clearly no rest for the weary. Florida Atlantic here. We just saw a good number of their players here in fuzzies. Uh, they bring, as they always do, a high caliber baseball team. Oh, they they really do, and they're 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 a, they're a well coached uh, team under John McCormick, and uh, uh, you know they'll come in, they'll be ready to play. I mean, I know last weekend they had a. They had some issues. They lost the first two days against Old Dominion. They fell behind seven to one uh, on Getaway Day, and they, you know they could have they could have easily folded, folded up the tents, took the sweep, or took getting swept, and and called it a day. But no, not this ball club. They fought back. They scored seven in the bottom of the ninth to come wow. back and beat Old Dominion eight to seven. So, it, hey, they, they're still quitting that ball club. They're going to be they're going to be tough uh, all weekend. It should be. A great, great series, and, and we, we, we hope that our fans will come out and enjoy some great college baseball. That's the thing. The weather's going to be beautiful, and one of the things I heard you and John talking about the other night, man, we need to pack the Pete. If you can pack it in a midweek game, I know it's Ole Miss, but this is the biggest series of the year. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night was an RPI game. This is for the continue-to-be conference championship. Uh, you look at the rotation this week, uh, Jack, some of the notes you gave us. Uh, Walker Powell obviously throwing a night. He's been lights out this year. Uh, good for Golden Eagle fans. Looks like uh, the, the Sunday starter for FAU is, is a, a TBA, but two righties. Uh, and so Golden Eagles, at least from a starting perspective, won't have to face left-handed. No, that's, that's true. And, and you know, every time you see a lefty uh, get pull up, you go, you kind of shake your head a little bit because normally the Golden Eagles will run four or five left-handers out there in their lineup. That's just kind of what they do, you know, with, with Gidry hitting from the left side, Montenegro hitting from the left side, uh, Walner hitting from the left side, you know they're just Slater hitting from the left side. You know, so we're we're stacked we're stacked left sided uh, guys. But uh, you know, it's it's a team they've they've shown some versatility and and uh, you know it's it's uh, it's you know when you're when you're hitting hitting is contagious and. And uh, that seems to be going on for the Golden Eagles right now. One one question uh, we talked about off air, just a, a notable, is uh, Cody Carroll's listed tomorrow as the starter for Game Two. Still don't know about you know Stevie Powers' availability, but looks like Carroll will, looks like he'll go tomorrow. Yeah, he'll go. Carroll will go tomorrow. And uh, I tell you what, he had his best out of the year last Saturday um, in relief of Stevie. Seven innings. Yeah, yeah. with seven innings, uh, longest stint for a reliever all year, and. Uh, you know, he was he was huge for us. And, you know, I said it on the broadcast last week up in Murfreesboro. I said if you're if you're one of his teammates, you ought to be buying a dinner <laughs> that night because what he did was you know, all he did was give up I think a home run after camp coming in and that was the only run he gave up and you know, he put up a lot of zeros, allowed the Gold Nichols to come back and and uh, win the ball game and uh, that was a huge win for us and you know, we just gotta keep keep going, uh through seven weekends of conference play, we swept five, five of those. So, you know, and that's the reason why we're in first place at seventeen and four. Um, we we asked uh, Coach Kaye yesterday. Talked to Coach Barry Monday. What, what do you think the secret sauce has been the last nine games? We, we saw the win streak earlier. 
and they they went down a little bit, and now, but man, they're just playing with a lot of confidence right now. Fresh score runs. I mean, that's that's the big thing. I mean, before the last two ball games in the streak, we we scored seven or more runs in every game during the streak. So, you know, hitting the ball better, we're we're, we're driving guys in, not leaving them on base, and uh, that's that's a huge thing. And uh, I think, you know, if, if you got to circle one guy. I mean, it's right there in the middle of the order, and that's Bryant Bone. Yes. And he's the guy that is he's, – he's the surprise guy that has made us go, and uh, he has made Walner better. He's made the guys in front of him better. And, uh, you know, just, just, just a wonderful uh, season for him. I mean, it just, it's, been, it's been fun to watch him back. I mean, just look the other night. The ball he hit against Ole Miss <laughs> was an absolute laser. Yeah. On a line drive, and he, that's like the second or third one I've seen him do that all over year. Over the billboard. Yeah, over the billboard. And so, uh, you know, just, just very happy for Brian. If you know Brian, he's a, he's a fine young man, and uh, he's, he's a wonderful representative of our university. And and I'm starting to think he might run for office one day. <laughs> he's got that kind of mentality and uh, uh, of being that kind of people person. And, you know, it just – it just you know the, the, our stories just kind of go on and on because of because you know we do bring in great kids that can that can play baseball that that are good they're good good uh, on the school side and it's just it's just fun. Uh, we've got one minute left. I want to talk real quickly about Matt Walner. Uh, two home runs, obviously, but boy, did he put on a show in right field Wednesday night? He's really come alive, hasn't he? He really has. This is the last. Three or four weeks. I mean, he's. I mean, even when he's getting out, he's putting the barrel on, on the baseball. I mean, he's hitting everything on the line. And uh, I think over the last four games, he's like ten of eighteen, uh, seven homers in the last nine games. And, wow! You know, just uh, he's, he's now he's one away from tying uh, second place on our career charts for home runs. So that'd be Jeff Cook. I mean, yeah. that's that's company right there. It really is. I mean, and he's done it in. He's done it in three years, right? And so uh, I think Jeff did it in four. But I mean, it just—I mean, he, he's he's a special young man. Well, Jack, thanks for coming down, having lunch with us. Well, the young girl right over there has the ticket, okay. and if you'll pick that up on your way out, we will, okay. we will appreciate. I believe it. I believe it's called Dine and Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Duggan, everybody on the Eagle Hour. We're live at Fuzzy's Taco Shop, and we'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back to the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour, live from Fuzzy's Taco Shop on Hardy Street. 
right across the street from the Southern Miss campus in Midtown Hattiesburg. Bob Getty, Kelly Sander, Luke Johnson, Michael Merkins, all at Fuzzies, Dalton Sanford back at the First Bank Studio. This segment was sponsored by Campus Bookmart, our good buddies right down the street. Pay them a visit on the way over here. Never walk in, Kelly Center, that I don't spend money at Campus Bookmart. Yeah, the big yellow building, you can't hardly miss it, right? Right, right across the street from the But who? Kelly J. Sander joins the Eagle Hour. Michael, he told us all about his new healthy lifestyle yeah. yesterday, and today he eats, uh, you know, a gallon or two of salad. <laughs> Hey, it says 420 calories. It does, yeah. I mean, it doesn't. They're not going to lie about it, right? If Justin brings dessert, walk away. I'm, I'm walk good. away. And I got to tell you too. I want you guys to know that Southern Miss is going to sweep the series this weekend. You're predicting that? No, no. I I talked to the, the you know the Florida Atlantic guys. You were talking about are here eating right, lunch, right? I told them it it would be in their their best help best interest uh, to drop three games. No, game. what happened was Kelly walked over there. Here at Fuzzies, they have that hot sauce. It's called butt-burning sauce, you know? And Kelly walked over there and started smearing yeah, butt-burning right, sauce right. on everybody and said, your butt's about right. to get burned. And, can, we say, right. can we say burning on the air? Yeah. See, we know that's not true because right. Kelly's still sitting vertical in the chair. <laughs> yeah, no, Eagles are going to sweep this weekend because if not, the Owls are going to have an accident. Capiche? <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. Uh, Florida Atlantic in town. Uh, excellent baseball team, 30-14. and 14. Uh, Two games behind Southern Miss uh, in the standing. Southern Miss 17-4 and four in the conference. The Owls 15-6. and six. Uh, Records almost identical, 30-13 and 13 is USM, 30-14 and 14 Florida Atlantic. I think it's what we thought at the start of the year, wasn't it? It comes down to Florida Atlantic and USM. Yeah, and, and now we mentioned poor La Tech, you know, in the, in the situation that they're in with the tornado coming through there. They just have so many obstacles. I just, you know, and, and I'm, here I am, the, the old guy on the, on the staff here and the most cynical and jaded. I just, I want for the Eagles, I want for them to win the postseason, the conference tournament, because of the automatic bid, because I just, man. I know how you feel. I, it worries me. I've seen it too many times. Yeah, you're right. You know, and they can say, well, your RPI this. or Well, if your RPI is good, they'll find right. some other reason, you know, to keep the Eagles it's out. It's not fair. No. It happens all the time. It's real life. Right. You know, so the only way that you can secure it is to win it. Right. So I, I really hope for their sake that they do so that there is, is no doubt. This is a big RPI week for Southern Miss. Golden Eagles move up another spot. They're 36th in RPI. As of today, FAU stays at 45. So uh, when we when we think look at RPIs, you divide it into four quadrants. And so quadrant one, I think, is up to uh, number 50 in RPI. So this is a quadrant one team against a quadrant one team this weekend. Southern Miss could really do themselves a favor. Uh, because they're two and five right now against quadrant one uh, teams. Until Wednesday night, they'd only won one game. That was against Mississippi State. So you got an opportunity uh, to to play three games, and you could get with a sweep. You could get back up to a, to um, five to five hundred. I think if they were to sweep this weekend, I think there's a chance they break the top thirty in RPI. I, I, and all those numbers look good, but I'm just saying, I, I just I just think the NCAA knows who they want. They're going to spin it however they want to get the teams in that they want. And if you can say, oh, 20 RPI. Well, yeah, you do have a 20 RPI, but. Well, so are we talking about collusion on the Eagle Hour? Can you believe that? Well, here's, here's a fact. I mean, I feel like I'm whining, but 
You're going to get 10 SEC teams in. You're going to get yeah. 10 ACC teams in before anybody else is even considered. That's just an automatic. Fighting right. for the crumbs, then. Am I right? Everybody, everybody, yes, you are. Right. And it's unfair, but nevertheless, that's what it is. When, when the University of Texas's baseball budget, baseball budget, is almost equal to our entire athletic department budget. And, and they nicked hiring a third coach. Yeah. What does that tell you? Couldn't afford one, right? Right. What does that tell Maybe you? Maybe it's the salaries they pay. They couldn't. But we talked a little bit about this yesterday, but uh, the Golden Eagles have to get off the high of Wednesday night because it was pretty emotional. And you got to get focused. This team here can hurt your feelings if you're not ready for it. But, it, but we've also talked, too, about how diametrically opposite the Eagles appear to be at home, at home and, and on the road. Right. Uh, and, and that's natural. Uh, so so that, they've, got that, they've got that going for them. And I talked to the Owls, over, and they're acutely aware of how good Southern Miss is at home. Yeah. So that, they've, been, they've been talking about that all week. So yeah. they don't feel like there's room for, for any error. And any error that the Eagles happen to commit, they feel like they have to capitalize on. Right. Key, key for me going into this weekend is Walker Powell needs to give at least seven or eight innings. Um, you threw seven pitchers Wednesday night. Of course, that's just kind of midweek bullpen. Uh, J.C. Keys throws three innings. But Walker Powell tonight going against Blake Anderson. Anderson 7-2. and two. Started off the year 7-0 and oh and had uh, two really you know rough outings the last two Friday nights. But he's a senior. Uh, so Walker Powell, I think the key tonight is seven or eight innings out of Powell save the bullpen. Uh, you don't know what Cody Carroll is going to give you tomorrow, and that's you know I don't doesn't look like Stevie Powers is going to be available this weekend. So if Powell saves the bullpen um, tomorrow, you know even if you get three or four innings out of uh, of Carroll, you can at least uh, play bullpen in two games and not three. And you know the weather looks terrible tomorrow. Yeah, you know, from, from about from about yeah. yeah from about noon to six. So you have to wonder what kind of monkey wrench will be thrown in there too, um, with FAU needing to get out get out of town. So any, and so anytime you shorten the games, you would think that that would help. You know the Eagles' starting pitching situation, um, which, which is which is, the Golden Eagles have won thirty games. I think it's fair to say with one dependable starter. And that's been Walker Powell. You've got two or three starts out of Powers this year, but he's been on you know the equivalent of the DL. Two, two or three times, and uh, and Sunday's just kind of been up for grabs like midweek, and that's why it's been so big the last two weekends. Mason Strickland's come in and giving you five or six innings, you know, and that that's what they'll probably have to get out of him Sunday. He got seven innings out of Carroll last weekend. Uh, that's that was beyond best case scenario. So again, if if you missed the first segment, I was talking to Jack. Florida Atlantic's going to start a righty tonight. They're going to start a righty tomorrow, which all of us can breathe a sigh of relief, even though you know. Scored some on the lefty from Ole Miss, but uh, anytime you allow, I, I like our chances a whole lot better against a right-hander than I do a left. But they, had, but they had to know they had to see something in Southern where they felt like the Eagles might be a little susceptible from the right side because you, you know they're they're circling their wagons too. Well, mm-hmm. that's one of the things Coach McCormick told us on Wednesday was he said that Sunday had been an adventure for them starting. They've got some uh, consistent pitching, but I think they're they're throwing their you know their their two most consistent guys this weekend. Thankfully, those are righties. It's all about throwing strikes. Look, if you don't walk people, you don't even have to throw it hard. But if you don't walk people, you have a chance to win. And I don't care if it's nine-year-old ball up at the ballpark here or if it's the major leagues. If you do not walk people, you know, you have a chance to win. Uh, That's reinforced if you go back to the first game with Ole Miss. Two to one, six innings, Southern appears to be in control of the game. Walk three straight batters. 
and the wheels fall off. You're exactly right. Didn't do that Wednesday night and won the baseball game. It's an under, underestimated statistic, really, I think. If, if the Eagles are going to get runs, they need to get runs earlier than later in these games. Uh, a key guy that we really had not talked about that much for FAU, Zach Schneider, he's a senior closer, 25 saves in the last year and a half for Florida Atlantic. Um, so if it nip and tuck towards the end, they're going to bring in a, a closer, and you could see him in all three games. He's been dominant. Ideally, those pitchers, you want, your pitcher wants to have a three-to-one strikeout-to-walk ratio. So if we walk 10 guys, you want to have them strike out 30. You know, in their overall statistics. So anytime a pitcher can maintain, you know, that three to one. Of course, in high school, you want maybe four or one to five to one. But at the college level, if you can maintain a three to one strikeout to walk ratio, that's the type of guy, you know, you want, you want to have in there. All right, let's talk about something more serious, too. Uh, what did you have here today, Michael? I had the grilled fish burrito. Grilled fish? I didn't know there was a thing. Yeah. I see it now. Wow. Mm-hmm. But it's like 890 calories. Have you ever eaten grilled fish, Luke? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I had the I had the shredded chicken salad, and it says you know four twenty in the calorie. I thought four twenty yeah, might have been something else. No, but no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was delicious. Well, how did that compare to the lunch you had the last time we were here, and then the lunch you had when we got here, and then eating everyone's desserts? How, how, how was the salad compared? The dessert to hasn't been delivered here yet today, and I've been told by you guys that it's off limits. You know, when yeah, you, you have to walk away. No, I haven't had anything here that I haven't really right. you know, enjoyed. Now, I had to forego the, the dip today. You know, the because, Corona beer dip. Yeah, because I'm, you know, I'm counting my calories. I'm, uh-huh. I'm, and walking. Seriously, serious. Hey, the, the whole thing in life is keep moving. That's how Lincoln got it, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean really. I mean, you, you got you to keep moving. It makes it tougher for people. It makes it easier. Another, another news, I had nachos. Okay? <laughs> oh, Lincoln got Well, he, he did. It way too soon. Yeah, is it too soon? Yeah. Yeah. I, had, I had nachos. I usually get brisket nachos. I had fajita beef nachos and Jack. I convinced Jack. I'm letting Bob recover right now. That's I'm, I'm buying time for Bob Getty with only 10 seconds to go in this segment. Jack got shredded brisket nachos, and they were really good. The thing is, though, Luke, you don't remember when Lincoln was president. He and I remember. <laughs> we remember well. We were shocked when the news came out. That's right. We'll be right back at Buzzy Chuckas. It's in Hattiesburg. <laughs> Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. And welcome back, everybody. Southern uh, Miss baseball tonight against Florida Atlantic. We're right across the street from where that's going to take place. We are at Buzzy's Taco Shop, and uh, we've got Justin with us, who's the head man down here. Justin, thanks for having us back. 
Thanks for having uh, your uh, show here today, guys. Uh, I know we did it a few weeks ago, and uh, happy to have you back today. And it, it is so rare, excuse me, Kelly, so rare that we bring Kelly somewhere in public that we get invited back. So we just felt we should thank you for that. Should I be honored or should I uh, be ethical? Oh, okay. (laughs) Your generosity is unmatched. (laughs) Hey, Cinco de Mayo coming up Sunday. Yes, sir. That's uh, that's the day we all look forward to around here. And uh, really looking forward to to, uh, what what we have. We have $3 house margaritas. Uh, all day, we're going to have uh, $3 uh, Mexican beers, which is going to include Corona bottle, Corona light, and Dos Equis. And we're just going to have a party all day and uh, invite everybody to come on down. Actually, each day of the week here at Fuzzy's is labeled a certain day. Like like Fridays is Fuzzy Fridays, and, and you got the Sunday Fun Day and, and uh, Black and Gold Thursdays. Correct. And you got the pole, the pole Pub on Wednesday night, which is kind of a trivia game. Yeah. It is. It's uh, very unique. Uh, it's Family Feud style trivia. So it's, instead of it being you know an exact answer, it's, of the of this group polled, what's the most popular answer? So it really it leads some uh, you know there's some upset uh, people and there's some happy people you know it just it just all depends on what the majority uh, voted for in the poll that they're asking. And, so. and what's cool about poll pub is like because it's a generational thing. Any question that would be asked, I would answer something completely different than say somebody Michael plays. Michael Mergens is much right. younger than us, right. so you have to you have to know a little bit about a lot of things. But that kind of makes right. that makes it a lot of fun. Exactly, we do it every Wednesday night, seven to nine p.m. So uh, anybody out there wants to come down and uh, join us, come on down. Now, the last time we were here, you you shared with me a new drink that you guys had with a little bit of Kahlua and I did our uh, our lime time uh, margarita. Um, it's it's going along with our promotion with the Corona K show and, and all that, just building on the holiday five five Cinco de Mayo that we're getting to Sunday. So yeah, come on down. We'll have all our bartenders here Sunday uh, ready. Uh, come try one if you haven't had one yet. If you already had one, come back and get another one. How often do you guys when you look at menu items? You know, how often do you guys? Because I know you're always looking at adding things every quarter. So. Yeah, and Fuzzies is, uh, you know, they'll have a national push, which is that, and then uh, each store has their own local flavor or whatever they want to do, and we change ours quarterly with that as well. So we'll always have our little drink. Like right now, a Bushwhacker is our drink special uh, this quarter that, you know, we're doing. Last last quarter it was the Hurricane, which from Mardi Gras, Pettos, all that, this area, was Hurricane, and now it's Bushwhacker. So we change that up as well every quarter. No, no, the food here is excellent. We've never had anything oh, we didn't like. But but I hear, and Justin, maybe you can confirm that, <laughs> that the Florida Atlantic Owls were here a little bit while ago. Right. And there might, might not saying, but there might have been something a little in this food that's going to upset you. know, uh, <laughs> down a bit. Very strategically. Very strategic. With that said, all those games, so now we'd like to invite the Southern Miss fans to come out for the game. We'll take better care of them. Yeah. Right. 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 You, right. you might see the Owls a little bit under the weather. Right. So where, where does this business originate? Where does Fuzzy's Taco Shop come from? Fuzzy's is out of... Fort Worth, Texas, and it's Tex-Mex style, Baja, tacos, a little bit different, and it's funny, everybody asks, where do Fuzzies come from? Where does the name come from? Where does that originate? And the truth be told, Fuzzy was the name of the, it was a larger Hispanic man that was a chef and came up with a menu and did it all, so... Uh, They just labeled it, this is Fuzzy's Taco Shop, so that's where it came from. He was also a bear. 
Fuzzy Wuzzy Wuzzy Fuzzy Wuzzy had no hair. My Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't Fuzzy Wuzzy. The, the young father in the crowd would certainly be able to recite that. Well, I apologize. Impressive. They, uh, they, get out of, they get out of control when we let them out of the building. And there's really no relation, relation to the name Fuzzy's with Fuzzy's uh, vodka. Not at all. Right, yeah. Because I've heard people all. say, well, they're born. I said, no, I don't think they are. I don't, no, sir. Absolutely Actually, not. Fuzzy's Vodka was originated by the PGA Touring Pro uh, Hall of Famer Fuzzy, Fuzzy Zeller, yep. right? Out of, uh, Correct. Yeah. So but, Justin, we've always been down here during the day, but do you guys have a pretty good dinner dinner crowd as well? Yes, sir. Uh, we always have dinner. Obviously, it's a little bit different now as daylight hours have extended, so the crowd with games going on during the week, a lot of family activities or whatever. So, yeah, it gets going a, a little bit after 6 or 7. We have our happy hour starting after that, which is different on different days of the week. A lot of times it's a two-for-one, PBR can or different things. But, yeah, we have a very uh, good dinner crowd. We're open through 10 o'clock, so uh, we have about a four-hour window there that uh, that we, we have really been doing a great dinner. Now, the FAU kids that were in here, I think, kind of showed us an example of what the location does. Apparently, they just walked in here. You you weren't expecting them to be here. So this Midtown location has created a lot of foot traffic, fair to say? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's uh, been great for the uh, university and everything, just with foot traffic all throughout our, uh, the shops and restaurants here from the college. Uh, and like you said, uh, no call in ahead. Nobody warned us. They just walked over and showed up uh, from the hotel. So that is a very unique They're over aspect. here at the Indigo Hotel. I believe so, or where somebody dropped. Yeah, but uh, they walked in. No bus, no anything. Just showed up, and uh, we were happy to be able to uh, feed them, uh, as Kelly would say. Uh, maybe not up to their uh, liking, but uh, they got fed. <laughs> They're full. Yeah, and they have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the menu, as we look at the menu over our shoulder here, Interesting that you do list the calorie content on each of the menu items. You rarely see that in restaurants now, and I wonder about a corporate decision to do that. It's it's now required by law. Is it really going forward? A lot of the you know the local or mom pop they haven't uh, done it yet, but moving forward, yes, uh, it's. I forget the window if it's already supposed to be in place or, you know, within by the end of the year, everybody, restaurants should have it. But uh, you'll notice, yeah, we put it up there. I mean, uh, we I mean, we have a healthy side, too. I mean, there's yeah. some stuff that you can get full on. Let's be honest, it's not exactly healthy, but we have plenty of salads, vegetarian options as well. And I, I had one of them today. Big yeah. Salad. And yeah. how many calories is that, Kelly? 420. <laughs> I don't know why that's so easy to remember. Yeah. 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 Kelly is, uh, man, Kelly is on a new, he's on a new lifestyle now, a healthy lifestyle. And, uh, <laughs> and a healthy in there. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he's also on a new lifestyle. Uh, but, uh, you guys have that. You have food for the, for the, Fit conscious like Kelly J. Sanders. Absolutely, we do. Yeah, we have, we have a little bit of everything for everyone: kids, adults, health conscious, not so health conscious like myself and others. Right. No, I was in a bodybuilding contest. <laughs> uh-huh. I won most abs. <laughs> most abs. <laughs> That's how Lincoln got it, you know. Keep moving, right? That's right. What are the hours, Justin? When can people come down here and enjoy this good food? 10 to 10, seven days a week. We'll be at 10 a.m. We also serve breakfast uh, all day. So, you know, don't forget about those options with our burritos, tacos. Uh, we have the Huevos Rancheras, Chilaquiles, all your typical uh, Tex-Mex dishes, uh, breakfast, salads, vegetarian options, nachos, queso, whatever you want, we've got. And let us not forget catering. 
Right. Tell us about that. Absolutely. We have, uh, we've tried to simplify it, uh, through our catering options to make it with three options. So you have a taco bar, you have a fajita bar, and you have a nacho bar. Obviously, within those, you can choose, you know, your meats and sides, but they'll come with two meat, your choices of two meats uh, on the taco bar and two sides. The pita bar always comes with fajita chicken and fajita beef and two sides. And we'll come set it up for you, lay it out there, and you can take all the credit. And if you want a lot of Fuzzy's food, it's called the Roseanne Bar. The self- <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. You know, if you want to do some, uh, some yeah. slapstick comedy one night, yeah, you got it. And he'll work for food. Let me assure you. <laughs> but you know, 80% of the people are going, Ro- Roseanne Bar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we want you to know how much we appreciate you having us down here. It's always a lot of fun. We really look forward to coming. We were excited about coming back, and uh, I, I just think it's an incredible atmosphere here, and uh, it's a really cool place that you have. And, uh, and man, you just do a great job with the food. And tailgaters coming up this fall, you don't have to worry about necessarily. I mean, because one of the big people said, oh, I really like tailgating. It's so hot, which, in the, you know, it's football season. It's August. I've but this is the place, place the AC. right yeah. here. We take care of it. Quit walk. And then, you know, just walk right across the street. So uh, right, keep buddy. that in mind. Thank you, man. We really appreciate Thank you. it. Thank you. All right. We're at Tuck at uh, Fuzzy Taco Bar here on uh, Hardy Street, right across the street from the Southern Miss campus. When we come back, we'll uh, talk about Conference USA Baseball. Got to keep going. Is that what you're saying? I thought you were saying to us. Oh, we have one. So oh, we have a, a softball, too. We haven't talked about the softball team what is yet. It? You were talking to Jack about that. Uh, what is the status with softball? Let's come right softball now? scoop. Yeah, with softball, so they're, they're hosting Louisiana Tech, best team in conference USA, 17-4 overall. Lady Eagles would need to sweep to have a chance at one of those buys, mm-hmm. first-round buys. Mm-hmm. looks like. Uh, if they don't sweep, that they'll finish fifth in the conference, which means though they'll still wrap up a, a tournament uh, appearance, which is you know great for Coach Oak. The difference this year has been pitching, so Abby Traha will go back out there. I, she, she should start tomorrow, so a doubleheader tomorrow, game three on a Sunday. So Lady Eagles uh, hosting Louisiana Tech. You think you could hit her, Luke? No. You don't think you could? No, not at all. I, I wonder. I wonder. She could probably embarrass all of us. You know, she really could. Because they got sinkers and drop balls. Especially you. Especially me. All right, I think I have the break correct now. We'll be right back uh, from Fuzzy's Taco Show. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Back live at Fuzzy's Taco Shop on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Bob, Luke, Kelly, and Michael Dalton producing back in the First Bank Studios. Fourth segment of the Eagle Hour, thankful for our brand new sponsor, Gulfport Home Center, the largest inventory and best prices in South Mississippi on manufactured housing. Go check them out on Highway 49 in Gulfport. Gulfport Home Center. Proud sponsor of the fourth segment 
of the Eagle Hour. So Golden Eagles getting ready to take on the FAU Owls tonight at Pete Taylor Park, and I uh, hope you will make it uh, just a priority this weekend to come support the Eagles. The fifth largest crowd this past Wednesday night against Ole Miss, and uh, really important that uh, Golden Eagle fans come out and uh, do a uh, just a great job supporting um, this team. Softball also will be in action this weekend against Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech Lady Texters are the uh, number one team in Conference USA, and uh, Coach Wendy Hugs, Lady Eagles, 29 and 19 overall, 12 and 9 in Conference USA. Game one uh, tomorrow at one, and then game two at three, and then the uh, game three will be Sunday at one. Lady Eagles uh, expected to throw Abby Treha and uh, Treha, and it's been an extraordinary, uh, good season for the Lady Eagles. Looking for a sweep to possibly get a first round bye in conference, but uh, live here at Fuzzy Taco, and appreciate Justin and his friendly staff uh, coming out and and uh, we've been saved. Uh, we didn't have to face the dessert today. I'm kind of glad myself. Uh, I had the burrito. It kind of stuffed me up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you talked about the, the fifth largest crowd. Wouldn't you venture to say, though, that, that of those top five crowds, they were probably all five were probably against the Ole Miss or State? I, I believe four of them have, were against Ole Miss. Right. Yeah. And, and that makes me raise this ugly subject again. Oh, I, I know what you're going to say, and you're right. But why won't there be... 5,500 people there tonight where they're playing effectively for the conference championship. No, but in, but in fairness, some of those folks who come to the Southern Miss Ole Miss games are Ole Miss people. There weren't many, Kelly. There really? weren't many. There were some, well, and, but and, there and, weren't many. And misguided, they might be, but they were they're at, they're they're at the game sometimes. Ugliest club they have ever seen. But if they buy a ticket, you know, it kind of helps the oh, overall. Yeah. The hey, they were great. They came to watch your ball tape. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It was a friendly atmosphere. And travel-wise, it made sense for him because they went right from Hattiesburg yeah. down to Baton Rouge. Hey, look, I've said it before. Yeah. I, I, I'm grateful to uh, Coach Bianca that, that he's willing to do the home-away deal every single year with USM, and they show no indication of backing away from that. The only thing you don't know is what Slamonis going to do at Mississippi State, you know, and I, I'm still in favor. I like the idea. Uh, you only get to play them at your place every other year, but, man, Trustmark Park's really cool for the state, you know, and, and – we just need to continue that. You'd have to wonder, though, why not the Shucker Park down in Biloxi? Yeah, you know, right. you think Ole Miss would want to would want to go in there too and try to, you know, try to make some waves, get some rec- which is where we will be when Wednesday and Thursday of the Conference USA. Baseball. I heard Coach uh, Bianca say that uh, when I remember David Kellum, he said even when they play at Jackson, it's a quote little easier trip for the people from Hattiesburg. Talking about they have to, you know, come right. down. So right. uh, it was. And what's that? That's four or five hours, you right. know, from Oxford. But, but, yeah. but again, they could tie it into the trip to Baton Rouge, they, you know, and that's what they do. Yeah. And kudos to uh, kudos to that broadcast team at Ole Miss. They come down. They're very professional. They do a fabulous job. Very, very respectful of the USM baseball program. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, they should. I told you. I told you y'all off air yesterday. But uh, when I was coming home, because I wasn't able to go Wednesday night. Uh, Walner's up in the bottom of the eighth, and I switch it over to the Ole Miss broadcast just to see what Kellum and his color guy are saying about Walner. And, you know, and so uh, Kellum says Walner in a full count, 
that's a high fly ball to right field. That's looking pretty good. And so I knew it was a home run if he was acting like that. So I switched over to John real quick, and, of course, John's going crazy. You know, it was really cool to hear a Walner home run by both different broadcasts. Right. Well, and, uh, they had two opportunities. Hopefully there will be a couple tonight. Hopefully All right, so. before we run out of time, here we go. We'll start with Kelly J's expertise. Texas San Antonio this weekend playing at Marshall University. Thundering herd. Two out of three, maybe a sweep. Playing pretty good. Yeah. Marshall. Marshall. Middle Tennessee is at Charlotte. Oh, boy. Um, Charlotte, you know, won the series last weekend that they played. The Niners are playing better. They're playing at home. Yeah. Luke, you go. I met uh, a Charlotte fan in line at Disney World, so go Charlotte. Well, I think probably the 49ers. Here's probably the, the best matchup outside of the one here in Hattiesburg. Louisiana Tech is at Old Dominion. Old Dominion is playing pretty well. They're 27 and 17. Uh, Tech is 28 and 17. And you know, with that record, and when Old Dominion played Southern earlier this year, I expected so much more from them. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, they, they were not very good. Like Tech? Um, no. I, no. I got just poor Tech. It's, I think Old Dominion, but I may be rooting for Tech. Hell yeah. I'm for yeah. Tech. Tech's going to do it. And by the way, the 50 50 raffle tonight, which normally goes to the Dugout Club, is going to Louisiana Tech's baseball program. That is that's yeah, great. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's great. Rice is at Western Kentucky, very quickly. Uh, uh, gosh, Rice is playing well. I'll take Rice. I want Rice because I want, us, I want us to beat them next week with a better RBI. RPI. Uh, UAB is at Florida International. Ron Polk. Yeah. <laughs> FIU. And Florida Atlantic at Southern Miss, Kelly J. Oh, is there any that I told you we've taken the necessary precautions okay. here at Fuzzy's. The Eagles the Eagles, sweep. Eagles two out of three. I like the Eagles two out of three. Yeah. Eagles. Sweep? What, uh, what, are, you gonna, what are you talking about? It's hey, gonna be a sweep this weekend. Thanks to David Justin for having us down here at Fuzzy Taco Shop. Always fun, uh, and we look forward hopefully being invited back. Trust me. Okay. Sweep. Until then everybody. We talk the next time. Southern Myth. To the top. To the top. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.